Oh boy, guys, what's up? It's Kate. This is Date Fails. I'm so excited. Oh my God, I wish my guest today was on every episode of Date Fails. I always want you on it. You're always too cool and you hate podcasting. Well, you don't hate it. Actually, I think you're starting to like podcasting, right? I do like it. I, I like podcasting. You do now? I do. I mean, it's fine, yeah. I mean, here's the thing, you guys. So uh, my guest is Jackson McQueen, comedian, actor, commercial god. Can I say that? How many commercials have you done? Who's counting? Maybe 62? <laughs> is that true? Yeah. 62? About around that, yeah. It's so funny because uh, my ex-boyfriend from way back, uh, I won't say his name, but you know who, the, the guy I first dated when I got divorced for like a year, Asian guy. Not Bobby Lee, but like the other one. Um, he was so jealous of you when we became friends. Like, all the time jealous of you. Every time we would talk or whatever, he'd see your name on my phone. He'd be like, I know, I know you like that guy. Are you cheating with that guy? Whatever. And then when he, like, I started seeing you on TV all the time in commercials when I'd be with him. And he would just, it was kind of great, actually, because he just felt like you were so much cooler than him. Which, I, well, I was. So, and are, yeah. And still are. Yeah. You're the coolest, Jax. I love you. Thank you so much, Kate. You are too. You are so cool. <laughs> Shut up. Jackson is also like my literal dating guru. Do you know when I talk to other women and give them dating advice, I literally say, this is what Jackson would say. You're like my, what would WWJD? That's you. You should make those and sell them as merch. You know, people say Jackson. Uh, I mean, I'm single, but you know, yeah. You've been single, though, since I've been. But, but I, I, give, I give good advice, but so do coaches. Coaches, you know what I mean? They give good advice. They don't play. You know Sometimes I mean? they played. Yeah, I played back in the day. You, know? <laughs> you played what? Nothing. Wait, you, you have basically been single since I met you. I date, though, Kate. I mean, I be dating and shit. You date. I, I'm, not, I'm not lonely. No, I be dating and shit. I be dating and saying. Are you kidding? Not lonely. Jackson is the guy that, in fact, one day I took a photo of it, but I didn't post it because it wasn't the best in-focus photo. But every time me and Jackson, so we go to the pool a lot. I love the pool. That's kind of my favorite thing we do. Me too, Daytime, for sure. Yeah. So we go to the pool and we just kick it all day. We'll get a room. We'll bring some alcohol and we'll just kind of like go back and forth. And it's not just us. It's like a group hang all the time. So Jackson is the king of getting to know Every single girl at the pool. It's crazy. No, person. Don't person. say girl. Everybody. You're right. Everybody. You're right. You're right. I, I'm, I'm social butterfly. Actually, you do get to know the guys too, but Let's make girls it's mostly feel. women, let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like you're going up to lone dudes and trying to like talk to them unless they're in a group with women. It's about fun, Kate. You know what I'm saying? It's about fun. You make sure everyone has a good time. You but, know I mean? but that's the thing is like you meet all these cool chicks, but it's not like you're trying to hook up with all these girls. He genuinely like will walk around and just like meet people. And usually, at least once at the pool a day, we meet someone real cool that we'll kind of stay well, in touch with. I, I'm about love. I'm about energy. All that shit, man. I, 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 I'm a energy sucker. You know what I'm saying? Your, your vibe is dope. I want to be around that. You're an empath. Sure. I'll, I'll take that. I'll That's take that. what you are. I, just, I love being around good energy, man. It makes me feel so good to be around good energy. You have the best energy. Like You're the first person I want to see when I come back home. From the road, like, because I feel like you're, like, home almost. I am also, you too, I want to see you when you come back home, too, all the time. This is the cheesiest. All these people are like, why aren't you guys married? And then everybody asks me, everybody thinks that we have been married. It's on the internet. We have not. I think, 
the internet says we're married and worth $3 million. We have not dated. We have not hooked up. Nothing. None Isn't of that. Isn't it wild? I know. But you have taken naked photos of me at tennis in the woods as a, a Yeti. Or what <laughs> I a few. Said, oh my gosh! Wait, what was the one in the woods? The 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 the, 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 the P the, the P one, the Yeti one. Well, the, the P one. I've a few one. The, the P one wasn't naked. The one uh, at the studio. That was birthday ballet where I danced naked, but I wasn't naked there either. I put duct tape on. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Whatever. I you put know, duct man. tape on my hoo ha, and then everyone thought I had a really big dark bush because it was a black and white video. Hilarious. Yeah, and people were like, "You don't laze her," and I was like, "It's duct tape." And then I think I put duct tape on my nipples in that too. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, that was really funny. Do you do you, do you, still, do you still do that? Do you still like do that? Barboza method? Yeah. I try to, but the problem is she's she's teaching less and there's more. I mean, there's still lots of Barboza method at her studio, but she's teaching less and there's more other kinds of classes. Okay. And that's really like if I'm going to go there cuz it's it's not far. You go for her. I go to see her too. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. But uh, that is the best workout. Shout out Barboza Method. I miss it. I miss everything. I haven't been working out as much except swimming. Yeah. Well, tennis, if you stop bushing, man, we could play tennis sometime. I haven't played tennis in a year. Me either. It's because I'm afraid it's been so long I'm going to be terrible. Are you going to tear some Achilles and some shit? Some guy on Raya who's like a really hot pro tennis player messaged me and was like, you want to play? And I was like, no fucking way. It'll be so embarrassing. I'll be awful. It'd be fun, actually. You want me to hook you up? No. <laughs> but I do want to play soon, but whatever. You know what? Whatever. All right. 2020. Let's move along. First of all, uh, this episode of Date Fails is brought to you by CBD Lion. CBD Lion! Uh, I, I keep talking about the CBD. It's actually funny because I keep posting it on my Instagram. And it's not because they're paying me. I just genuinely actually use the CBD every day. And I mean, for me, it's funny because I feel like uh, my Instagram is more men. I think this podcast is a pretty even mix of men and women. But for me, it's really helped with my cramps. And like Jackson, you know me, you know, sometimes like my cramps will put me down for like a day. And the CBD has helped so much. It's insane. Plus, it's helped me sleep. It's helped with my anxiety. I'm much more calm. But my sister actually takes medication for uh, depression. And she said the CBD has made her 10 times happier. I mean, she was like really on the fence about trying it. So I don't know, guys. Try it out. I get a DM every day from veterans, from all kinds of people saying they love it. And I wouldn't keep advertising it if it wasn't working. Yeah, I always hear good things about CBD. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah, it's really great. And what I like about it is it doesn't pop on a drug test. It doesn't get you high. It's not THC. So, I mean, it's you don't even know you have it except you feel a little more calm. Oh, and I love the lotion. I got to give you some of the lotion. They make this lotion. So, oh, wow. Yeah, like you can use it after a workout. But also, it's just, I don't know, it's like actually makes your skin really soft. And yeah, I, give me that shit. Give yeah, me that shit. Yeah, I will. So, guys, go to CBDLion.com. Use my code. It's Kate Q. And if you have any questions, just call them. They're really dope, and they'll answer all your questions. And so that's what's up. You can still vape. I still use the vape pens, too. I know people are talking about vape now, but uh, I had a long talk with them about the vape thing, and they were basically saying all the cases that they heard about that were bad, where people got sick or whatever, was um, vape that wasn't 
put through the proper process. Like it was kind of like Chinatown vape that they sell that's like off name brand that there's no. I heard that too. Yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Bootleg vapes and shit and they try to get back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I still vape. I do a couple hits a night. It's helped me. I don't get high. Same. Yeah. I, I love it. So. I love it too. Oh, and you know what's cool? I'll show you this then, Jax. I didn't know that. They sent me a box of these vape pens that's just CBD, but each pen is a different flavor, and each flavor is for a different thing. So you have like one for anxiety, one for energy, one for focus, one for- Please give me some. Thank you. Okay. All right. So there you go, guys. CBDLion.com. Uh, code Kate Q. All right. Let's get into the podcast. I- I'm so happy you agreed to do this because I have hard, like I have a really hard time podcasting when I'm depressed. And I was texting Jackson Mm. this weekend that I was depressed and this is supposed to be funny and about dating or whatever. So I hate hate when you're depressed. I hate it. I hate when you're depressed. I mean, he says he can tell from my photos, which is embarrassing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think other people can too. People send me messages. Are you okay? I'm like, why is everyone asking? Because I feel like when people like take hot photos and shit, it means they're like crying for attention sometimes. Not not you, but you know what I'm saying. But you know what I'm saying. I think about my first thought is, is she okay? Really? Yeah, always. 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 No matter what. No matter what. Okay, here's my thought on that. All right, if it's a hot photo that either someone else took or there's a little bit of art direction to it, like the one I took where I had on the red, white, and blue stripe thing, and it's real grainy, and you probably don't remember, but. It was in like a weird looking bathroom and my friend took it for me and it's much more artsy. It's like one of the coolest photos I think I've taken, but it's a little dark. But that's different from a selfie where you're alone. I feel like the difference is selfies, but the truth is sometimes when I have a hot photo, I have no one to send it to. So I just put it on Instagram because I have nowhere to put it and I'm like, it look, I'm gonna be old soon and not have hot photos. I, I agree with you. I'm just saying my first thought is, I go, are you okay? I, and you I, send that, and so does my mom. My mom is like, smile more. I'm like, okay. But, 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 because because I, I know your life, so I know like if you're going through some, some bad shit, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But and, if and I post- took a hot photo in the bathtub smiling, it'd be just weird, wouldn't it? Like grinning? I guess so. You look crazy. Just naked and happy? I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at the photo. I'm just saying this. I think about, like, the photo. I think about, oh, she's, you know what I mean? Like, you know? I think everyone does. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, it's not a bad photo. I just, I think about, like, is she okay? So you don't first think that's hot. You think it, she looks sad. Both. I go. That's sad. Yeah, I go, is she okay? I do. All right, I'm not doing it anymore. Damn it. I have no one to send them to. I mean, you, but, like, I'm not, when I'm not dating anyone or sleeping with anyone, what do I do? Just tweet it to, to, to the ether. I can't just tweet it anymore. To the, to the universe. Just tweet it. Yeah, man. I'm going to start a second Twitter. Just do it all to the universe. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to start a second Twitter that's completely anonymous where all I do is just tweet like really sad. When I'm depressed, I just tweet all my shit there. It's not sad. It looks good. You take great pictures. You know what I mean? In fact, you take best pictures when you're sad. Well, the problem is then sometimes the next day I want to actually like delete the photo because it does look a too little late sad. Too late now. Too late now. But yeah, then wait. I feel like people will ask, why'd you delete it? And then it's even worse. Who cares? Whatever. Fuck them. Whatever. I just go with the moment, okay? And that's the whole point is lately I've been fucking depressed, man. And, mm. I, and I'm going through something. Okay, well, well, what's, what's the, like, the, the real reason? Talk to me. What is the reason why you're depressed? You know it too. You know the reason. Just talk about it. Well, the real reason is because, and everybody goes through this, right? But like, probably younger. 
than me. But I think when you first come to Hollywood, anyone, and you tell me what you think. Okay. It's easy to get um, like seduced by, wow, I'm meeting all these famous people and I'm actually succeeding in a business that's really difficult to some level, not succeeding like rich, famous, but I mean like even just to be Kate, you are killing it for sure. No. Trust me. Okay. You're in a road thank every you. goddamn week. Thank what the you. fuck? But I mean, I'm just saying, okay, thank you. I'm not complaining. I don't want this to sound like I'm complaining because I'm very, very grateful and I know I'm lucky and I've worked hard though. But like, I guess what I mean is it's like, it's exciting for a while to be in this game and you're meeting like your heroes and in, and when you, you know, when you do a drug and you get high, but the more times you do the drug, the high lasts less and less time. For sure. It's, it's cool. Like when you, your peers become your like homies. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's it weird. It happens all the time. It's crazy. Like all the time. especially comedy. Dude, I saw you on Def Jam, but now we're like hanging out and shit. That's crazy. Comedy is the weirdest thing, the weirdest, the weirdest business in Hollywood in terms of you could be a brand new comedian doing your first set at the comedy store and Bill Burr shows up and wants to go up right before you and you're on some show that they gave you three minutes because you have 20 friends in the And crowd. then he takes in a row fucking for six for six months. So now you, you're his opener. I mean, maybe. Probably not the first I mean, time, but saying, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but it happens too. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, and it happens. And at the beginning, it's all like so exciting and stuff. But then the more times it happens, it becomes so normal that you lose touch with like all reality. Like, oh my gosh, it's crazy. Like when you're 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 like your peers, when your your idols become your peers. Well, like the you thing that I mean? happened to me with like Adam Duritz and me became friends, and like I love Adam. He's the dopest. But I mean, like he's one of my favorite. Uh, the guy from Counting Crows. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. that was one of my favorite bands. So like, it's. It's like, but the thing is, I met him late enough in my career that it wasn't a huge, it wasn't like, if I had met him the first or second year, I probably couldn't even be friends with him because I'd be too what, about excited. What's about DMX? DMX? So, so I saw DMX, uh, I, I fucking had a starstruck moment, whatever. Oh my gosh. Where'd you see DMX him? DMX, I thought Dublin's years ago when I first came to LA. Dublin's a bar in, in uh, Sunset. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I saw him later at... Uh, Laugh Factory, he saw me, he's like, oh my gosh, you're so funny. Yeah, totally. I was like, dude, thank you so much. I didn't know, I didn't know how to act, I'm saying? He was yeah. like, when, when like your people you, you're in love with become fans of your work, it's a weird thing. But, but we were talking But it happens about all the time now. It happens all the time. So it's, 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 it's like crazy. But then there, you have these little, I remember when I lived in Chicago, I wanted to be a theater actor like growing up like my whole life I thought I would do Broadway it's actually funny because I was listening to Phantom of the Opera last night when, well I was just listening to like Broadway uh show tunes driving back from uh Sunnyvale and I have like you know Broadway on Spotify or whatever and Phantom came on and it's wild because you know how there's like certain things in your life whether it's a smell a show a song that like immediately can Trigger. put you back in an emotional place. Okay. Like, I remember the first trip I ever took away from home in sixth grade. We went to mm -hmm. Toronto, and we saw Phantom of the Opera, and it was the first, like, Broadway show I ever saw. And I still remember, I mean, every time I hear the music from it still, I get goosebumps, and I remember watching it and just being so, like, wow, like, I want to be up there. And the music 
I mean, my mom is like a brilliant musician, so like music was always a big part of my life. But like the music, she plays, plays, plays piano. What's she saying? She plays a bunch of instruments, and she's a great singer. But she never did it like professionally. She just, she, she played. She taught you. Was little. I play piano. Which is, which no, is no. My mom didn't teach me to play any instruments, but my mom played so many different types of music around my house. I think that's why I my mom played show tunes, opera. Like um, bluegrass, my mom, black gotcha, gospel. Gotcha. So, 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 she made you a fan of music. I mean, I could like, yeah. I mean, I learned to play guitar by ear because I listened oh, to shit. So, so much. God damn. I'm okay. not amazing or anything. Prodigy. Not amazing. Yeah. Definitely not amazing. But uh, the point is, listening to Phantom last night, just it gave me like that same, I still cry. Like it just puts me right back. I feel like a little kid. Anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about Phantom of the Opera. Guys, this is as good a time as any to tell you about uh, the other sponsor today, BetterHelp. BetterHelp, I've been talking about it so much. I love BetterHelp. Basically, if there's something interfering with your happiness, preventing you to achieve your goals, BetterHelp Counseling is there for you. BetterHelp offers professional counselors, over 50,000 of them that you guys can connect with, so you can get help on your own time, at your own pace, you can schedule video or phone sessions, plus you can chat or text with your therapist. If you need to deal with depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, whatever you need help with, guys, talk to someone. BetterHelp is there for you. It's confidential. No one has to know about this, okay? This can be your secret. You could even tell people you're talking to your boyfriend when it's really your counselor. That's what I do now. So whatever you want to do, uh, guys, BetterHelp.com, available worldwide. So what I want you to do is go to BetterHelp.com. It's affordable for date fails with Kate. Quigley listeners, it's especially affordable. You get 10% off your first month with my discount code DATEFAILS. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash DATEFAILS. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash DATEFAILS. Guys, please take care of yourselves. I love you. So this matters. Oh, do you know this song, Jack? Can you name what movie that's from? It's from Greece. It's called Hopelessly Devoted to You. Okay, listen, you know I'm like a giant nerd, and when I'm on the road, I play show tunes in my hotel room when I'm getting ready sometimes. So I was listening to the Grease soundtrack, and I started to get really mad. I think I'm going to write a bit about First of all, being a comic ruins everything. It does. It really does, right? Does. You can talk in the mic because I'm right. recording Sorry. this. Sorry, it does. Yeah, because like everything I watch now, all I think about is how it's, it's not joke real. Joke here, so-and-so, so, so. same, same way. Like, we watched Joker and we laughed. The whole fucking... Yeah. Fucking, no one else laughed at it. We laughed at that shit. There was one moment. We can't... I don't want to do a, a spoiler, but there yeah. was like one moment he said a line that was so dark and then he shoots a guy and the whole theater's like dead silent and, and I he, laughed he, so he, hard. You, we both did. I could, yeah, it was so funny though. I didn't see that line coming. We were, we were pretty bad. I mean, well, the thing is, so I was listening to the soundtrack, and Sandy sings this song, Hopelessly Devoted to You. Okay. And the whole song is basically her saying, I guess I'll just wait around because I'm never going to fall in love again. I'm hopelessly devoted to you. 
so I'm just gonna sit here forever. And then I started thinking about the movie because you know at the end she gets him by completely changing. Yes, yes, okay. She's like, I guess I'll be a whore and put on leather pants and like not be a virgin. Get all raunchy. Yeah, and then she sings a song about meditate my erection and shit. Like, do you remember? It's funny. I don't remember the songs. That's crazy. Should, should we do a whole Grease? Should we play a whole Grease soundtrack first? I mean, I want to, but I don't know if they'll like kick the podcast off Spotify if I do too much. But you know the song, You're the One That I Want? Great song. You don't okay. know the song? I, did, I, did, I got did. chills, they're multiplying. You don't know no, it? I know the song. Same. Go ahead. There's a part of the song where she says, if you're filled with affection, you're too shy to convey, meditate, my erection, feel your way. Like She sings that to him. But like the whole rest of the movie, she's like a virgin, and then there's a moment she's like, "I have to go slutty to win him." So, so and she did. She does, but that's so unrealistic. Not really. You don't think? Being a whore does win the guy for that night. Yeah, for the night, but for he sure. commits. But we don't. We, we, we don't. We don't know that. We don't know what happened after Greece. <laughs> well, there is Greece too, but they're not. Yeah, in yeah it. exactly. <laughs> so you think maybe like she, like actually though she played the no, game. No, she, she got him that night. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe for two weeks she got him. She got him for two weeks. That's it. So if you're like virginal for a long time, then one night you really slut it up and give the guy like a little peek. You can get anybody you want for two weeks. Hell yeah! But only two weeks. Two and a half. <laughs> two three quarter. She did though. Be honest, Kate. You get that right? What? Being a whole, you keep spotting for a little bit, but being a whole, you can't keep spotting for, for a lifetime. Like I mean. Be hoeing is temporary. I don't think being a hoe will keep somebody at all. For temporary, yeah, temporary for sure. Well, keep them in terms of they'll keep fucking you, but not yeah. dating you or like. Also depends on the time period. Back in the Greece time period, that will keep you. Two thousand nineteen twenty, it won't keep you. Yeah, I don't. I mean, but but you stay on the roster. Also depends on the guy. <laughs> if the guy is a little nerdy, you keep him. If the guy if the guy has game, you can't keep him. But if the guy's nerdy, you don't even have to go ho. It's true. I mean, if but, the guy's nerdy. Well, you can. You can. You can be aggressive to get him. I actually always wonder that. By the way, guys. Hi, it's me. It's Date Fails. We just straight up started. No, it's fine. We've been yeah. recording. It's totally cool. Well, I was a nerd. So I. So for me. You were not. Oh, for sure. Are you serious? Really? I will say. Wait, don't put that down. What are you looking for? Hold on. I'll pause it. Hold on. I paused it and he put on reading glasses and was like, look, I'm a nerd. And you just look as hot, but like now nerd hot. What I'm saying is, you know how some glasses are super thick? Well, when you're in grade school, you can fucking see it. Like it's a big deal. Yeah, but these aren't super thick. They're super thick. You think that's super thick? Are you serious, Kate? Oh my God, you've never seen super thick. Oh, first of all, the... Listen, Shut up. No, listen, I'm telling you, my mom and brother, my, my brother is like almost legally blind without glasses and his are so thick. So it's am I. These are obviously, they've been in the indexed and shit, but seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm like super No blind. one can see these, so they're not going to know what we're Whatever. talking about. Change the subject. Look, these are, they look like I, bifocals. I, I'm a bit, I'm a bit, listen, I'm a bit triggered, so. You're triggered by what? Me saying the glasses aren't thick? They're, they're thick as fuck. What are you talking about, Kate? I think they're, and I can't put these on because I have 20 20 uh, vision. Uh, it gives me an instant headache. Oh, you rubbing it in. I know. Fucking rubbing <laughs> it in, you motherfucker. But if it makes you feel better, I had braces. Me too. Oh, well, all right. I had acne. You know what? Shut up. You're so, you, yeah, you're but so you're going to look younger than me forever. Because I'm black? Yes. Touche. It's true. Tears. I forget who I met over the weekend. It was like, 
this stunning Asian woman, and she was like, I'm like 52 or something. I was like, what the? F-? I thought she was like literally. Yeah, but when 30. she hits, she hits 70. If she she'll hit look 70, 2000. I'm so. hoping to die by 40. I want you. <laughs> you too. <laughs> well, I'm, seriously, yeah, 55. Me I'll too. Die. All right. Well, anyway. All right. Take 95. I was talking about Phantom of the Opera, and I had to pause to remember why I brought up Phantom of the Opera. Mm. This is why. My point was, I was saying why I was depressed. I was driving back, and I used to do so many road trips. Okay. I, I used to do, I did this whole tour where I worked for the national parks, and I would go to a different park every week, and the job was uh, to basically make vlogs of fun things to do in the national parks. It was the sickest job of my life. That sounds very fun. It was the coolest. So basically, the point was Hyundai sponsored the tour because it was when like car companies were trying to prove they were pro-America right after 9-11. Okay. So Hyundai was like, let's do something where we show that we love America. We love national parks. They build most of their cars here. Whatever. For America. Whatever. Point is, that trip, I remember being the best shape of my life. I camped the entire trip. We wow. weren't supposed to because we had hotel per diem, but we wanted to save the money. There was four of us. Oh, so you, you, like, you had cabins, but you chose to camp on the grounds? Well, we had uh, like a certain allowance per diem to spend on hotel. It was like 100 bucks a night or something. Okay. But we could pocket that if we camped, and camping is like 10, 15 bucks a night. Oh, wow. Know? Okay. And I love camping. So imagine this. Most of the parks don't have service. Uh, like cell service in the parks, barely. And when the sun goes up, you're awake. And when the sun comes down, all you have is fire and like the campground lights. So basically, you start sleeping like caveman hours. Like huh. you, oh, so 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 you already had a tent with you? Did you buy yeah. a tent? Did you, you are. We had a. I had a Santa Fe. The car that I had when you met me. They gave me that for the tour, and then at the end of the tour, the white car, the white SUV I used to have. They, oh wow! They gave me that for the tour, and then at the end of the tour, I just basically paid the tax and kept the car. Wow! And I lived out of that thing more or less for an entire summer. So, uh, how many times did you actually go on the campground and like live there? Six nights a week. Shut up! Yeah, once a week I would like get a hotel room just to be in civilization, take a real shower. That's why. That's why, like, when people want to, you know, take an hour and a half to get ready, I'm like, I can do that. And I also, still, I shave in the sink sometimes, like I'm camping. Oh, wow. But get this. So this is why I think, I think I get anxiety when I have too much stuff. I own too much. Gotcha. I'm okay, used okay. to living, like, for years I did this shit. I did, like, marketing tours where I'd live out of a room or a car for years and years. So, so how, how many, for, for how many years did you do that? You stayed... The but, National Park thing, we did like 17 weeks or something like that. So like, so half a year, you spent six nights a week is on that the half ground? a year, 17 weeks? Yeah, I guess kind of, yeah. And One get third. this, we would only cook over the fire. So it was like all we would eat is like fish and stuff you could grill on a fire, like like potatoes and, and like we'd roast vegetables on skewers. And then but I had the best job. So the other three, they had to... Uh, basically like get people to sit down on camera and tell a story about a fun time they had in a oh, park. Okay. But my job was to make vlogs. So I would have a budget where I'd go into the park and I'd by yourself you do like, like whatever so- I wanted. Rock climbing, rappelling, whitewater rafting, like whatever I wanted. Yeah, pay for this? Yeah. 
Not a lot, but yeah. Wow. Yeah, so here's the point. Lately, I think part of the reason I've been kind of depressed is because that is, like, I love making people laugh and I love being on stage, but I hate all the rest of the business. And when I first moved to LA and everybody was like, Hollywood's so fake, you'll hate it, people are fake. I was like, no, everybody's nice, everybody's cool. That's, you're just, there's bad people everywhere. But now I've been here 12 years. So do you feel like enclosed or like claustrophobic at all? How do you feel? I feel... Like you haven't explored the outdoors? Is that how you feel? No, it's not about that. I mean, yeah, I do really miss, like, even at the beach, I'm happier living at the beach. Okay. Which, for people who don't live in L.A., like, to get to the beach from Hollywood is at least an hour. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. And all the business, for the most part, is over here, except a few, like, casting offices in Santa Monica, right? Yeah. Like, if you have an audition in Santa Monica, it's like half your day is gone. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, 40 minutes there, the audition, 40 minutes back. Or, or more. Yeah. 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 So the point is, uh, since I've lived in Hollywood, at the beginning when I moved here, I moved here specifically from the beach because I wanted to grind away every night being comedy clubs. I haven't gone on a real vacation in like eight years or something like that, whatever. Yeah. But now that I'm kind of like more established just in terms of people at least know my name at comedy clubs... You'd think that'd be a good thing, but it starts to get kind of more depressing because hmm. I don't know how to explain it. It's like it's like I'm starting to see that many people are fake and or that many people hmm. want to fuck you or maybe it sounds so bad. Like I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. I guess the point is that I said when you get high, the high lasts less and less time. And it's the same okay. with the business. Like you hit a high in the business and it's when you're on stage, you have a great set. Yeah. It used to be I would come off and that would keep me in a great mood and up all night for hours, right? And I'd be like, woo, that was amazing. Okay. Now I'll have a killer set, come off stage and maybe for five or 10 minutes, maybe a half hour, that like adrenaline rush is still going. Do you sit around like talk to like the people and get like, Photographs and like you get the whole that that's high too. People go, oh, you you're great, you're wonderful. What's your Instagram? I want a picture with you. All that kind of fuels the high too. Um, I don't do that as much as most comedians do it, probably. Okay. But that's partly because. Well, I'm so personal on stage that a lot of times my audience comes up and starts sharing really, really personal stuff. Interesting. And I don't know how to handle that because, you know, because you're a comic, some bits are not current or whatever. So everybody thinks everything is in the moment. Or, like, if I do a bit about... That's true. Like, I talk about being super horny on stage because of my age, but then that then people think I'm going to go to their van and, like, do an eight ball and have an orgy with the like, family. Do you Hilarious. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Also, because features, openers don't make as much money, so I let them sell merch and I don't. So you, you, you don't sell merch? Not often, no. Really? No. Shut up! I just don't like it. Well, you said the, the, the Red Flags march was pretty good. I, I used to do those. I ran out. You don't? Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing about selling merch, the Red Flags were cool. I used to sell Red Flags that I would say, like, you carry it, and if you see your girlfriend, like, talking to a dude that's obviously shady or you know something, you walk by and drop a Red Flag. I quit because... Because you know why? Because it's embarrassing. This is what I'm saying about also like part of the depression thing. I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer, but people think once you 
are headlining or have had one or two things on TV that you like made it in your set, but uh, like the truth is, it's it's nothing like that at all. Like there's people on Vanderpump Rules who have never been paid for an episode or been paid like a thousand dollars an episode, like almost nothing. So, but, yeah, you're, but you're, TV doesn't mean you got money. No, never. Yeah, so yeah, you get exposure, but that's about it. So like, but my point is people have that perception. So then if you're paying $20 for a ticket plus two drinks, plus you brought a date, now you've already spent this money and then on the way out, you have to feel guilty to not buy a shirt from me. I just don't want people to be put in that position. So I just don't even, I feel bad. But I feel like you have good merch though. Don't, don't you have good merch? I do, but you can get it online. Oh, wow. So, so, so do you think it's like you feel embarrassed to stand out there and sell merch? Is that what it is? I always hated selling stuff. So you have your feature to do it. But I want my feature to make money because they make shit money. Well, so. you, you just have your feature sell first and give them like a quarter. I'm weird, a quarter. man. Interesting. I'm weird. Anyway, that's so. I guess the point of this is, I've just been going through a phase of my life where. Ego. No, it's not ego. I'm telling you, because it's not. I mean, if someone asks. Is it pride? No, if someone asks if I have merch, I'll pull out a hat or a badge. Okay. For my okay. Head. Oh, okay. 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 Like people ask sometimes. It's just more like. I mean, it's just more like I grew up poor. Like, I don't want to ask for more money from people. But they're there to spend money. Like, you can make, they're there, you can get like extra 500 bucks because people, they want to take pictures of you. They want to, they want to fucking spend money on you. I'll take pictures with them. They, they want, they want, they want uh, a t shirts of you. I do it in Canada. They, they want souvenirs of Kate Quigley. Yeah, I know. So you gotta give it to them. Well, I used to do Polaroids. I'll do Polaroids maybe some. Somewhere else. But do you pay for Polaroids? Yeah, I used to do Polaroids. How much? Ten bucks. Okay, all for right. For like an old school Polaroid. But they cost like three bucks each, so. Exactly. That's not, that's so interesting, Kate. Wow. I mean, I just, I always was like that, though. I've never been money motivated, and I actually wish I was a little more. But, so my point is this. That's just kind of been, like, I've just been kind of in this moment of, I was listening to that musical, and I was thinking, like, about my family and being a kid and my ex-husband and like, you know, it's funny. My ex and I were six, seven years apart, six and a half years apart. Shut like, up. Yeah, he was six and a half years older. He's older than you? Yeah, when I was 19, he was like 25 or something. What? 24 and a half, something like that. W so, was he also a virgin? Was he a virgin? When we got married, yeah. he was. Oh, he really was. Okay. Really was? Yeah. Were you? More or less. Touche. Hilarious. I really was a virgin. You, 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 you were virgin, virgin ish. Virgin ish. Like, let me ask you if you count this as sex. Okay, go ahead. Okay, if you put on a condom to your first time, and okay. you like put just the tip in, you don't even get one stroke or like half your dick in, and you come. Yes. Does that count for the girl as a sex? For the I girl, it doesn't, it doesn't count. Yeah, no. I don't count that. So, so I did that right. once before him. And I didn't count that guy. Same so high school, same way. Uh, this girl uh, got on top of me, and uh, Where? she uh, at my boy's house. I, I think my I, I think it was eighteen, seventeen years old, seventeen. Oh, I was damn. a senior or junior, one of them. She had a big old ass, and she sat on top of me, and I was like, Hoo! that was it. Literally, she was like, "You're Is she naked." Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah she, Were you inside? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was inside of yeah inside of a condom. And um, yeah, she was like, um, she's like, you're so big. I was like, 
And that was it. That's so funny. So I so I don't count that as a, my first time. I don't count that. I don't count it don't unless count I come. What, what? Every time? Seriously, you don't count every time? I count okay. it as a fourth or an eighth. So, 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 so every fourth time. Every, every eighth. <laughs> <laughs> every fourth time you don't come, you count it as, 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 well, as I always as, come um, now because I know how. You got to practice. You got to masturbate. Do you come on top or you come with missionary? Do you know? Like, Both. Shut up. I, come on. Are you serious? You don't know this? We haven't talked so, about so this? So you come on, you come with missionary? Yeah. Do you, you, you just do it. You can just, you can just do it's it. It's mental for me. Shut the fuck up. I mean, also like physical, some things. I take longer to come. Uh, like, Doggy style. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Unless I already came. Once I come once, it's a lot easier. This is so funny that we've never talked about this. Have you ever heard of a super orgasm? Yes. I have that. All the time? Legitimately. When? All the time. Okay. If I come. Okay, okay so me, t- me too. What? I have. Guys don't have that. Kate, have we not talked about this? Have we not discussed this? Kate, I have, I, have, I, have, I have the biggest orgasms ever. Okay. It's crazy. But, but I only have one, though. I have one, and then I can sleep for That's not a super 17 orgasm. hours. You only have one? Yeah. You don't fuck her again? I mean, oh, I, God, I would, I, I would if she begs me. You know what I'm saying? Begs you? Ugh. You know what I mean? I just want a guy to like not be able to help it. Well, it, it it's my thing is like uh, my first nut. I try, I hold back as much as humanly possible, as humanly possible. But okay. it's tough, bro. It's tough if it's good, good. But if it's the first time and you come fast, you don't fuck her again? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I would try to, yes. I, yes, yes. But, you know, initial, initial, man, being a man, innately, we want to just pass out and go sleep. My problem is I'm a little insatiable. Like, guys actually complain, honestly. I can see that. Really? Yeah. But here's the thing, though. Yeah, so, yeah. You don't have to fuck me if you but, use your hand. Yeah, that, but yeah, but I can tell it could be a little, little annoying when a girl's like too much. <laughs> well, yeah. sorry. Like, like for example, for example, some girls are like, go, you go and come. You can come. Go and come. Okay, are you sure I can come? Because they want are you, to be done. Are you sure I can come? Are you sure? Then you come and go. Then you come and like they go like, okay, okay, get it up, ready. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Do it again. Like, no, I told you I was going to come. Oh, really? You, you, you know how dudes are. I never encourage a guy to come unless I want to be know, finished. You know how dudes are. Come on. It's, 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 I don't know. Most guys fuck me again unless they're old <laughs> or lazy or have a girlfriend. You're killing me. I'm just being honest. Like, but, you know, I so am you have so, so you have a super orgasm when? when yeah, you but have, a super orgasm so is not what you're saying. Every time you have It's this? a different thing. No, trust me. I, I, I've been told from people, like, my orgasms are pretty stronger than other people. Well, super orgasm in a female is actually, like, a term, like, a sci- like they did a oh, study. Is it vaginal or clitoris? Clitoral. Either way. It's an orgasm. But you can have a hundred. You can ha- basically come until... You can come forever. Over, 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 over. But once it starts, it's kind of like... It's kind of like you can't stop coming. Then there's like almost aftershocks and it actually can become torture at some point. Like sometimes I, I'm like, I need you to not touch me because it's kind of like being tickle tortured. And I'm not just saying this to like turn on any listeners. There's probably some girls like this out there. So, so, so if I Google super orgasm, I'll, I'll, see, your, articles. I'll see your face. <laughs> 
not. Okay, so this you, is gonna be on my Wikipedia. So wait, what you're saying is that a super orgasm is different than other it's orgasms. It's not the intensity; it's a number. So, 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 what you're saying is, so a super orgasm starts the ripple of yes. The oh, okay, gotcha. And you. actually, even after you stop, the girl can come a few more times, just like aftershocks, little ones though. But here's the thing: there's a medical reason. Like they say, you know, when you cuddle a girl, how it releases uh, oxytocin, and that's why the girl gets like addicted. To cuddling you and so they call that the love hormone so sometimes you feel like you're in love but it's just addiction from oxytocin well girls that have these super orgasms have a higher level of oxytocin to begin with so basically like they can come easily and then it shoots through the roof the level and they'll keep coming stop saying shoots <laughs> sorry so anyway, it doesn't matter. The yeah, point well, is... Whatever, well, 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 congratulations. Congratulations. No, but here's clap, the clap, thing. Clap, 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 clap. I'm not saying it because I'm bragging, but what I am saying is I think this is why, no matter how crazy I am, guys tend to always come back. Hell and... yeah! <laughs> Hell like, to the fuck yeah! Jess, I didn't even tell you. You know who... You know who... You know who I kind of... Are you serious, Kate? Yeah. Go, go continue. Go ahead. He's, I wish you guys could see his face. Dude, stop. Now I'm getting embarrassed. All right, well. Go, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. There's nothing. Forget it. All I, I, I was going to say is. I've actually never heard this before. i never heard it before. So, I mean, I'm just trying to be. Uh, most guys haven't, but you probably I'm trying to. With, I'm trying to, you know, you know be, be educational and listen and, you know. and. Well, the thing is, I always thought it was normal. Like, I always thought that, like, girls either can come easily because they've masturbated enough to figure out how or they can't most girls don't i'm gonna tell you why most girls the problem is like uh, i feel like girls who have been in long-term relationships do better at like uh, you know the, the, themselves they can figure it out better most girls don't don't take time to experiment with themselves and learn themselves and and, and and orgasm and not orgasm. Most girls don't do that shit. You know well, what I'm saying? Probably because when they're in a long-term relationship, at some point they stop fucking, so they have no choice if they want to come. Nah, I just feel like the dudes, they're like they're comfortable with the guy to, to, to figure it out. Trust me, like, like when did you masturbate in front of Abe? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I'll believe it. When did you masturbate in front of uh, your first husband? I never did in front of him, but I would sneak it all the time. I used to do a joke about that because when okay. I would go on the road with, when I used to do um, like Miller Lite shit and I would go on the road, we would have to share a room with another girl. And okay. when, I think I tweeted a joke once like, um, I'm so good at masturbating with another person sleeping next to me in the room. Something like, I'm so good at masturbating with another person sleeping next to me in the room. I guess that's what happens when you're married or whatever. Because I used to masturbate all the time with him. But we had a real, we had a really not typical, well, maybe it is typical for, like, people in the Midwest who marry young and grow up in, like, conservative home. What's funny is I shouldn't say conservative because my house wasn't conservative. Did, did, did you feel weird about masturbating in front of them? Did you feel weird about, like, letting, like, coming in front of them? At the beginning. Well, about masturbating, I felt weird about that. Okay. But only because I felt guilty that I was doing that instead of fucking him, but we just... The truth is, in our marriage, and there's probably lots of... Look, here's the truth, and this is actually funny, because this adds to part of my depression. Not that I'm so... You guys are going to worry about me now, but it's just like, there's a lot of shit happening at once, okay? But, like, 
it's interesting because I am open, very open, just in general talking, and I don't mind sharing and being whatever. So I'm open talking about sex, and I'm open to, like I'm I'm into a lot of stuff. Like I like I like I love sex, but I'm not promiscuous, like you know. Like I can go months and not have sex. So not I don't love it, but I will. So the point is, I think that um, that a lot of people. A lot of people are raised not to talk about it. Okay, for sure, for sure. It's a taboo topic in a lot of homes, like even just sex at all. Yeah. A lot of people don't even give their kids any kind of... Sex talk at all. Yeah, birds uh, yeah. and the bees, nothing. Yeah, Jackson never got one. You didn't? I never got a sex talk, no. I like that you called yourself by the third yeah, person. Jackson never got one. Well, I did get I remember my dad was like, um, he was like, sometimes, man, with the girls, you got to jump off. You got to jump off. I said, does that mean... <laughs> What does that mean? Does that mean like, like, come on the stomach? What does that mean? Does that mean he says, just jump off? But he didn't tell you why. That was what he said. He said, yeah, just jump off. It's like, God damn, okay, okay, dad, okay, all right. Well, and that was our sex talk. Some honestly, sex our sex talk was he told me to jump off. Wow. Crazy. My, I mean, my mom told me at one point, I still remember it. We were doing dishes. We were unloading the dishwasher. I don't know how old I was, but I was probably like. I didn't get my period yet, so I was under 13, like 10, 12, maybe 12. And my mom somehow said something about, like, do you know how babies are made? And I said, like, you know, yeah, when two people love each other very much, whatever. And then she said, well, it's when a boy sticks his pee-pee in the hole in the middle between where you pee and where you poop. And I was like, what hole? I had no idea there was a third hole. I still remember this conversation. I was like, what hole? And she's like, well, there's a third hole. And you were were 13, you said? Probably 12 or something. That's crazy. But I mean, like, what's funnier is that I didn't know there was a third hole at all. Like, I thought there was just two holes, pee and poop. And by the way, I still don't really understand what's crazy how these are made. The crazy is I'm getting turned on. It's crazy, but Jack, it's just out of bad. That's fucked up. That's really? fucked up. I'm getting a little turned on. That's crazy. But yeah, man. Yeah, my, my dad never had a conversation with me. My dad never had a combo with me. But also, my parents raised me to wait till I was married. Did yours? Yeah, of course. Well, well, not married, but at least out the house. Like at the house, out the, out the house. They were like so so so. They were like um, if you have sex in this house and get a girl pregnant, you get a. So I was like so I make sure I can't have sex in the house. So, You're kidding. So the, my my fear was to get to get a girl pregnant. You know what I mean? And I, I, I you know that was the fear. My whole life is don't get a girl pregnant. Don't get a girl pregnant. It's have crazy. you? I've not. I've never been pregnant. Isn't it Shut a up! You? <laughs> You're an asshole. I've never had an STD I'm, either. I'm, I'm saying, but you were you were like that. You were married for eight years. So ten. Ten years. You birth control the entire time. BC the entire time. BC. Birth control. Never. Shut the fuck up! Are you serious? Well, I was on the pill for like a month or two, but it made me a psycho, so I came off it. But here's what I actually think. Do you want to know what I really think about babies and me and why I've never gotten pregnant? Yes, but you won't please. Believe it. Okay. But, 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 but do you get, get come in or do you just stomach type shit? Withdrawal technique? Well, now I time it. So both, depending on the guy. I'm saying, but, I'm saying, but do, do, do. When I have Jackson on, I give away so much more because you ask real shit. Well, okay. 
Do you wanna know what I really think about this whole entire thing? Here's the truth. I think I'm, okay, I don't know, do you believe in like law of attraction shit or do you believe on some level when like that you have ever have like, the, okay, let me just explain. When I was really, really young, really young, before like Brad and Angelina, before like whatever, my mom ran a daycare and I used to play house with all the kids. Okay. And I always had an adopted kid. Always, because I couldn't have kids. In my version of house, when I was like five, six, a little, little, little girl. And then, here's what's even better. I was always married to a black guy. Even in my white, white Ohio town, I always in my head was like, I'm going to have, maybe because my mom loved Denzel Washington. Like, I don't know why. Or maybe because Fresh Prince was on. I don't know how. It's very I, funny. Very funny. I'm not kidding. I'm being serious. Like, I don't know, but... But like I told you before, like my first crush was a black guy. The first guy I like went out with in high school was a black guy. And the point is, I always thought somewhere in my future, like if I had a kid, it would be adopted because I couldn't have kids. And now I've never technically been tested, but I, ha I don't think I can have kids. I've just always thought it my whole life. And I have like some weird medical condition shit I'm that saying, supports but, I'm it. saying, but do you get like, seriously, do, do, you becoming you? Yeah, sometimes. Not all the time. So, so is it more... Sorry. I time it. Sorry. Is it more so... Come... Stomach... Pull out. Pull out. So, yeah, pull out. Or condoms we'll, if it's... Withdrawal. We'll we'll withdrawal condoms. It's like, okay, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. an athlete or someone... <laughs> you, you guys, Jackson is horrified. It's pull out. But here's the thing. I didn't know this till the guy I dated after my ex-husband that you can kind of time the odds of getting pregnant around your menstrual cycle. I didn't know that. Whatever. This is an awkward topic. We were supposed to talk guys, about depression for 10 minutes and move on. I literally want to kill McQueen right now because we just started this podcast. We got this far in, 49 minutes, and then some people just showed up at his house. This is what happens all the time. Jackson just has an open door policy. So people just show up all the time. So these people showed up and I, I had to pause the podcast. And then before I know it, now here I am finishing it on my own. On my own, pretending you're beside me. <sighs> anyway, the point I was getting to is I just feel like doing something different lately. So who knows? I... I I love the business. I love comedy. I'm not a big fan of Hollywood. I don't mean the location. I just mean the industry. But so I'm trying to figure out if I want to maybe go do a road trip or I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, as for my love life, I also am like trying to avoid a guy that I feel like I will probably sleep with if I hang out with him, but I shouldn't. So, <laughs> so I might go to Mexico this weekend just to get away. Just avoid sleeping with someone. I am insane. I might be officially insane. Guys, sorry, this is a weird episode, but um, that's what it is. Things happen. I don't know. I'm just trying to like live in the moment, you know? And this is the moment. So I love you guys. Send me your weird and wild date stories. I want to hear some of your bad dates lately because I've been trying to avoid dates. So I'm not failing at dating, but I'm not winning at dating either. <laughs> Anyway, we'll be in Las Vegas next week at the Laugh Factory. Me, Jackson, and Renee Garcia all week long, Monday through Sunday at the Las Vegas Laugh Factory. So come out and laugh at us. Support the sponsors, cbdlion.com. Uh, use my code K 
Kate Q and also betterhelp.com slash date fails. Use my code date fails. Guys, this has been date fails. I love you. Bye.